This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. The Lord, for if the Lord marks iniquity, who will stand? But thank you for mercy over our soul and over our life. Today, as a church, individually, family, and as as a congregation, we have come to say thank you that in the midst of the storms and the crises and the quagmires all over the world, you have chosen by choice to preserve us and keep us alive. Lord, accept our giftings in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name. We thank you for the life of our children, our teenagers, our youth, oh God, our young adults, our women, our men, our instrumentalists, our HODs, our pastors, oh God, our pastorate, our deacon dignities, our security men, the protocols, oh God, the choir, the deputy voices, our ushers, Jehovah Jared, those in charge of cleaning, oh God, those paying one price or the other, secretly serving you unknown to us that we can reward, Lord. Father, we have come to thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for our family of our beloved that have gone to be with you. Thank you for being strength to them on every side. We give you glory. For we are not moved by what we see or what we hear, but God by what you have said. Today we pray for those who are worshipping with us for the first time. Lord, may they experience you in a new dimension. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and bless you. We say have your way. Grant me the utterance to speak not of myself, but to speak your mind to your people, and may they receive your engrafted word in the spirit of meekness. This we pray and ask in the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Everyone that believes shall say, Please have your seat, and the Lord richly bless you. Luke chapter 8. Luke gospel chapter number 8. Take me to verse 43. Taking Victor, stop me by five minutes past 11. Look at quickly of 43. Are you there? Look at 43. And a woman, and a woman, having an issue of blood 12 years which has spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came for the four behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stenched. Forty-five, and finally, and Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and said thou, Who touched me? Verse 46, and Jesus said, Somebody had touched me, for I perceived that virtue has what? Gone out of me. I preached a message very briefly, Who touched me and Jesus said someone has touched me I know there are multitude pressing towards me but someone has touched me ladies and gentlemen it's important you be careful of who touch you as you journey in life 
going to look at it from different dimension. You don't become anything until someone touch you. Are you hear what I'm saying? You don't become nothing on this earth until you experience the touch of someone. Who touch you is very important to the progress of your life. There are people, Pastor Van, who touch you, your life begins to have 36 degrees backward. When they touch you, everything begins to rescind. Begin to go back from where you are coming from. Even take you far beyond. Oh, you haven't heard people said, since this person came into my life, this has happened. True of us? Yeah. Every touch has a spirit back in it. Every touch is not ordinary. There are people that touch you, that come in contact with your life. The touch we are talking is not just a mere touch. Every one of us are sitting close to ourselves and there's a touch. There's a contact. But we are talking about, Jesus said, somebody touched me. It's called an intentional touch. It's called a deliberate touch. My Bible said in 1 Samuel that when the oil from Samuel the prophet came upon David, that his life moved forward from that day. So there is a touch that come upon you that fast forward to your life. There is a relationship you get into that moves your life. There is relationship you get into that takes your life back from where you are coming from. Always bear it in mind, there is no contact that leaves you where it meets you. No contact you have with any man, anyone in this world that leaves you where he or she met you. You either advance you forward or you take you far back from where you are coming from. And so it's important you are very observant about who touched you. Peter did not understand this principle. And that's why he said, Master, I know you. You are a spiritual man. I never say you drank anything before. So I would say you are drunk. Because it's out of order for this great press towards you. For you to be asking that, who touched me? Jesus went forward to explain. He said, virtue has gone out of me. Somebody has drawn something out of me. In this world, we call it draining. There are people that touch you. They drain the thing you have in you. Your voice goes. Your grace disappears. Your attraction goes. You just appear like ordinary person. Did Samson not say it? This seven leg, the day is cut off. I will be like an ordinary man. How did he come about? He was actually shaved because a woman called Delilah became his friend. Was attracted to him. He touched his life. At the initial time, he was having fun. But with time, he suddenly saw that his hair was shaved. And the one who said loved him was not there. was the one that was used to turn his life backward. Before you know it, his two eyes were on. All began with a touch. Who touched me? Every issue that a man is going through is predicated upon a touch. Somewhere. Somewhere. There's a touch that has affected you. It's either affecting you towards being fast forward or backward completely. Who touched me? When you see a poor man suddenly begin to experience a level of comfort, somebody has touched him. Poverty do not just go and poverty do not just come. 
both of them are influenced by a touch. Evil communication corrupts good manners. The same way that poverty can be uprooted by a touch when you come in cotton. He that walks with the wise is what? Wise. That's scripture. So you have to be very careful who is touching you. That's the problem I have with churchgoers. If you check their, their phones, they have three pastors. One is morning pastor. One is afternoon pastor. One is night pastor. There's pastor that is for prayer. There's pastor that is for counseling. There's pastor that is for the dividing the word of God. You are a confused person already. You are confused. Three people touching you at the same time. Three people lay hand at the same time. You are in trouble. Each of these people have a spirit operating in them. Who touched me? That's what Jesus asked. Suddenly there was silence everywhere. The woman stepped forward. The evidence. Now listen. Whenever such a touch comes, there is always an evidence. The evidence is there that someone has touched you. Every time you see somebody staggering like this, do you need any English to tell you something has happened? Huh? When you just see somebody start staggering, <laughs> you know? I walk up to Pastor Van and say, my wife, come here. I hope Pastor wife. You see me looking at Noma? Pastor, I've tested something. He has touched something. Something has touched him. And the result is now he's going to a man and say, my wife, come here. That's the result. When you touched something. When Solomon slaughtered a thousand oxes to God, he touched he touched a part of God that God could not dispatch angels, Gabriel or Michael, to go on this mission. God appeared on his own. So you have touched a vital part of me. What do you want? And the guy touched God again. God was expecting, which is a normal thing, natural human being will ask. Give me money. Let me show my friends. I don't tire for this way they don't do me. Give me money. Let me paint Nigeria red. Give me money. Let Dan go to know he's a small boy to me. That's what an average one of us we has. First of all, his, 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 his offering to God touched God and God came to him. And the guy said, God, I never finished with you. You don't know me. What do you want? Wisdom to lead these great people you have given me. God said, hey, another one again. If I don't act fast, this guy will drain me of my gossip. He said, you didn't ask what normal men will ask? Young men at your age? We ask? I was reading a paper the other day. I think it was David. He said, he said I'm, I'm tired of making money. Oh, did you, you didn't read that statement? He said, he's tired of making money. He's making money. Ah, I saw a statement of a small boy. A small boy. Why I mention him because of his age compared to Solomon's age. Teenagers, young people like that. That's how they act. But this guy, the wisdom of heaven was on him. 
Because say you didn't ask for riches. I will yet give it to you. And I give you the wisdom. And I will decorate your life. I will touch you. I will touch your life and, and put colors over your life. I will, I will put colors over your life by me, God. I will do it not as the Lord thy God, but as Jehovah, my full regalia upon you, Solomon. And that no king from generation to generation in their riches and their influence can be compared to you. When God was done with him and this thing began to manifest, his fame was all over. It's not here I've told you. You can see some people travel to Paris, you know, France, to go and shop, Italy. I mean, where Gucci's and all those things are made, raw there. They buy it and they wear it and they pass by. Nobody even feel them. You don't even notice it. And especially our, our dear females, with every respect. You get angry. Say, what thing they happen for this place? Oh, you now see some people left church because nobody's appreciating what they're wearing. <laughs> we have seen things now. There's one that left, they say, we are calling him sister. Say, look at you, as, as fool as I did. As I fool I did, call him sister. Say, call, call me, call me madam, call me this and that. They say, sister. How would they say things? <laughs> huh? Imagine what, <laughs> what it cost you to fly. Oh, go and shop. And you bought the original, not the fake ones. And at the end of it, we are not bowing before. We are not referencing you. We are not even we do eye like, especially in this ministry, we are good at doing that. We will just do eye like, we will not see you. <laughs> you are laughing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, somebody that went to where? Bendan Boutique. By the time it's, it's coming from there, all of us they say, are looking. And the Paris person say, what is going on? Which kind of church is this? We are influenced by glory. We are not influenced by glory. Waiting God see, now we they see. Yes, not waiting Nigeria see. I love Buhari. We are there making noise. The guy don't land for Casina. I'll tell my neighbor, I say, Muslims have started Christmas before us. <laughs> my neighbor, Mustafa, phone again. He, I said, where are you? Who state are you? He said, Cassina. I said, okay, your brother has gone ahead. No wonder. <laughs> He's already there. We are here making noise. And the man has already landed for Christmas already in Daura. Enjoy himself. Somebody say, glory. glory. Who touched me? Very important. And now we have been given opportunity to touch God on a daily basis, supposed to be so, on a weekly basis. And there, this is a yearly time to make a statement to God. Will God be able to say somebody, not, not a crowd, somebody has touched me. And you can't touch God and God leave you the same. You see, when God began his work in Solomon, that prophetic declaration began to manifest. His fame went across the whole nation. Fellow president, just like you know what it means when a U.S. president invites you, yes. you are you be president too, <laughs> of your own country. Yes. When the man invites you, you leave everything yeah. you are doing. You will say, "I will pay for my accommodation." Let me just go. <laughs> There's president, and there are presidents. The Bible said the Queen of Sheba 
who is the leader of his own nation, head of the fame. That's what the scripture said of Moses. That's not fame that came out of labor. They are fame that come out of favor. They are different. You know why some people are fighting to get it? You are choosing the one to accept out of many coming to you. They are different. Some are laboring. Some are operating in favor. And when you see those who receive by favor, their lives are flavored. Because it's from God. The difference must be clear. The queen said, mm -mm, this one, I am a president, but this one, there's something about, let's go and see. May people come to see. Amen. His works over your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My prayer is for you that you will touch the Lord. But before you touch God, you must touch man. If you are a cleaner, clean that office in a way that your boss, when he step in, he said, what happened? He said, oh God, we don't understand. Who cleaned the office today? It's not the one they will always find somewhere, a spot where there is dust. You do it intentionally. Not because you want the attention of men, but you are representing your father in heaven. For I read in the scripture in Genesis that when God was done by creation, he looked at man from head to toe. He said, this is good. This is what? Good. If you want to give somebody a gift, give the person a gift that when he look at it, to sit down, he will stay for some minutes. Say, who did you say brought this? They mentioned the name. He will ask three times again because he's looking at the precision, the intention, and the presentation of the gift. That's touching someone. That's what we're talking about. If you're driving, don't be carrying your boss every gallop with annoyance. Beginning, says because Lagos Road is bad. Huh? You just be doing it. <laughs> Remember the story I told you? A driver was driving his bus. They were going to battle. Before they reached the uh, end of Todd Milan Bridge, the whole, the whole uh, car was messed up. The place was polluted. Uh, uh, the, the, the driver was, was just managing it. <laughs> managing it. The guy was messing the air. Messing the air. I mean, the boss at the back. After a while, they stopped over. The guy loaded himself with some egg. All this uh, guinea fowl egg. <laughs> Before the Arawi battle, he released his own. Why the boss was doing that, the driver was cannot control himself. The boss said, uh, Ahmed, are you he said, I'm okay, sir. I'm okay, sir. I'm okay. I'm okay. When the guy released his own. <laughs> the Oga said, when he said, Oga, are you okay? I'm not okay. Wind down. Wind down. Wind down, I'm not okay. Wind down before you kill me. Be intentional. A guy was intentional. The guy became intentional. <laughs> Do everything that is not ordinary. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way. Dora Cunelli, the late Dora Cunelli. Nobody knew there's anything called NAFDAC until that woman became the DG on that uh, president, Olusegun Obasanjo. These are people, when you do something with precision, it's written down. The present people may not know, notice it, but it's recorded. Generation will speak for you. When President Obasanjo became president and needed somebody forthright for that position, they check records and found out there's a woman who was working there 
and was ill by her position, he was given Esther code by $5,000 to go for treatment outside the country. But by the time she got there, the doctor tested, they said, you're fine, there's nothing wrong with you. The money has already been given to her. She returned the money back to government coffers. Has, nobody has ever done that before. It was recorded down. We didn't know about it until his record spoke for her. That was very intentional. Her action touched the president. He was the one, what's her name? Obasanjo called her directly. No, he didn't send any P or any person. That's what happened when your action touches lives, touches people. It will always be remembered. And guess what? It will never leave you where you, you carry that act, action. It will always fax forward your life. Be very intentional. Learn to touch people. Learn to touch the society. Learn to make a mark. Leave something different. The scripture said that when Queen of Sheba came to the palace of Solomon, and the first person that came to receive her was his armor bearer, just like the King Victor. He saw the armor bearer and he bowed. He said, King, live forever. The armor bearer said, I'm not the king. He said, you are. He said, I'm not the king. He said, wait, the king is coming. What he saw, the look of, you know, who you walk with rubs off on you. It rubs off on you. The glory that is upon the person that is, you are following rubs off on you. He went to invite the king, said, a president, a king came to see you. When Solomon came in this full regalia, in the glory of God upon him. Bible student, you know what the scripture said? And the queen of Sheba saw the king. Bible says her heart left her. You know what that means now? When your heart leaves you, you're already gone. It's only the grace of God that brings you back. That collapse. As in a president collapsing scene and act. It's, it's the, the scripture says when, when Moses came down from that mountain and the Israelite nation saw Moses and they, they covered their face. They covered their face. They say, just say, whatever God said we should do, we'll do before you kill us. This glory is too much. And it was just the side of God that, that Moses saw. He rubbed off on him and he carried it to meet men. And they could not stand it. They covered their face. Their glory. That's what happened that when you touch God and God touch you, he run from generation to generation. It started with Father David and God promised David, he said, I make this promise to you from generation to generation. Your family will not lack any person to sit upon the throne of Israel. Even Netanyahu, for those of you that know history, is from the tribe of Jesse, his father. That's, that's the way it is. When you do those touch, men will not understand. Because the Bible says that the, the foolishness of, 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 of men is what? It's about the wisdom of God. What they call foolishness is wisdom. God glorify himself on this. Rise to your feet, everybody. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Conoil Gas Station. 
Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.